Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Hello friends, it is once again the Tuesday before I have to release this podcast episode and I really need to get out of this routine, but it just hasn't worked out that way yet because I've just been busy. This past weekend we were in York for one of my high school friend's weddings and it was an absolute blast and it was just so good to be back home with all of my friends that now live all over the place. So it was nice to just be with everybody in the same place. And we had a very great time, but I think my body is still recovering from it because I have just been exhausted this week. And I don't know if it's because of the wedding or the weather because it's gloomy and has been gloomy for like three days here in PA, or if I'm coming down with something, I just don't know. But it's fine. I will be fine. I am all of a sudden in the thick of production. I feel like this came out of nowhere, but I have several invitation suites that are in production that I need to do a bunch of things for. And when I say like in production, that really means I need to, like I have them back from the print company and now I need to do things on my side to get them prepared to send them to the client. So It could be as simple as just printing their guest addresses and then packaging everything up and sending to them. Or it can be more of a complicated suite where there's wax seals that need to be made and envelope liners that need to be cut and, you know, adhered to the envelopes. And there's just, there can be a lot. Vellum wraps, belly bands, rounded corners, all of those things are what I do on my own once I get them back from the printing company. So I have my work cut out for me for the next few days, but it's fine. We are kind of laying low this weekend. I know it's Halloween and everybody keeps talking about their Halloween plans and what they're going to be for Halloween and we will be sitting here not doing anything but I am genuinely excited about it because I just am tired from traveling the past I don't even know how many weekends we've been traveling so I'm excited to just lay low and yeah I mean there's really nothing exciting or, you know, yeah, nothing exciting really going on in my life. But I am very excited about this episode because I just know that it's going to be a fan favorite. So yeah, it's chapter four, which is the last chapter of unit one. So, so far unit one has consisted of Um, chapter one, which was all you needed to do to register your business. Chapter two was all about business branding. Chapter three was bookkeeping and accounting. And now chapter four is all about my recommendations on the equipment and the programs that you will need to start your creative biz as well as, so I'll be touching upon like what I think you should have to start out, but then I branch off into just overall general what I use now and all of it. So I'm very, very excited because the amount of questions that I've been receiving 
about different equipment and programs I use has been crazy. I honestly haven't really been able to keep up with my DMs, so I figured this was the next best way to get all of this information out to you guys. In this episode, I'm going to take a deep dive into my favorite equipment that I use today, what I believe you might need when first starting out, as well as the programs I use to manage clients and systems, um, what office supplies are my saving grace, and then I will also be answering exact DMs that I received that I haven't had the time to, time to answer. I also yesterday posted on my story a question box of specific things you wanted me to talk about, so I'm also going to refer to those and answer all of those. I will have all or at least most of the items that I'm referring to linked in my Amazon storefront, so I will leave that link in the episode description so that you guys can easily find everything that I use. So let's hop right into it. The first area that I want to start with are the physical items that I purchased up front when starting my business and if I recommend that you also get these up front. Um, so the very first thing I ever got that like started it all was an iPad Pro. Uh, I got it for Christmas and I literally remember sitting on the couch Christmas morning on my iPad Pro already designing wedding invitations. I was also, well not was, I am also a calligrapher so it was really useful for digital lettering. And that was just kind of like a whole new world at the time because digital lettering wasn't really a thing. Uh, Do I think an iPad Pro is needed when beginning? No. (laughs) Um, Especially if you're not somebody who does calligraphy or lettering. Once I like began designing invitations on my iPad, I quickly realized that it was not going to be easy at all. And essentially, I needed to get a computer of some sort because there's just a huge learning curve from designing an invitation on Procreate, which is the app that I was using on my iPad, and then having that printed. It's just, it's just not very easy. Um, So yeah, I realized I essentially needed a computer, but luckily my sister had an old computer just sitting around. So I was able to take that off of her hands because I just ultimately couldn't design and print invitations for my iPad. I would recommend a computer to start out with um, over an iPad. I think an iPad is a great thing to have down the road, but as somebody that, you know, is just getting started, I wouldn't go and just like buy all these big, big items just because. So I would recommend a computer or a laptop definitely when starting out because this is a like graphic design and digital field. So yeah, you obviously need some sort of platform or some sort of item that you can design graphically. That didn't make any sense at all, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah, definitely recommend a computer. I personally have always used Apple products. So my first official computer was a MacBook Pro, and then that is still what I use today. Obviously a newer version of one, but I highly suggest, I know tons of other designers who use Microsoft products and I'm sure they work great as well so just whatever you're comfortable with yeah because that is where you're going to do all of your designing and all of your emails and everything so absolute must. Um, The other big item that was one of my first official physical items was my printer. I have a Canon Pixma Pro 100. I got this printer I think about three years ago and it still works like new. I have no complaints about it. It is definitely a learning curve at first, but 
you'll quickly find out that literally everything in business is a learning curve. But yeah, the printer is something I really recommend because that is essentially how I started to market myself from the beginning. And what I mean by that is I would design suites on my computer and then I would print them out from home and photograph them and just have like that physical tangible item to show off. It was, you know, that was just like my way of, I guess, more or less establishing myself or like marketing myself you know now obviously there are mock-ups that you can use so you don't have to print things but I think it is just important to consider doing it this way because you also will you know start to understand the printing side of things and it was also nice to have my printer because I did participate in a few styled shoots when I got re- or when I first got started. And if you're not familiar with what a styled shoot is, it's essentially it's normally a photographer, a wedding photographer or a wedding planner who puts together a bunch of different vendors and models um, and you pretty much all come together to create like a fake wedding. Um, and I don't mean like people are actually walking down the aisle and saying vows and things like that, but you're essentially just styling a fake event. So I participated in a few of those and designed wedding invitation suites and I had those printed at home because I literally only needed one or two copies. So most printing companies you'll find have a minimum of at least 10, maybe 25. So I think having a printer at home to do these really low minimum projects, or I'm sorry, low quantity projects is very beneficial. I also use my printer for printing all of my clients' envelopes unless they request white ink. Um, So I don't have a white ink printer. It is something that I want to get down the road, but I just don't get enough requests for white ink at this point to really validate the cost of a white ink printer. Because if you know, the white ink printers themselves really aren't that much more expensive than regular printers, but the white ink toner is like, yeah, it's expensive. So just not something that I have on my radar right now, but I will down the road. Other things that I print on my printer from home are vellum wraps, some day of items such as like smaller quantity things like table numbers or bar menus. Um, I print stickers on my computer and by stickers I mean like packaging stickers or uh, labeling stickers, things like that. And then other small miscellaneous projects. It really, it's just like, you know, random things pop up that I'll need to print. I don't print my invitations from home. I I think I've previously mentioned this, if not in the podcast, definitely like on Instagram and things. I do outsource all of my invitation printing to a company that is local to me. Alongside the printer comes paper. Um, I recommend having a small inventory of a good quality cardstock on hand at home for you to use for these various projects that you might need, such as styled shoots or just printing fake invitation suites that you have designed. Obviously, as time goes, you'll accumulate an insane amount of cardstock and envelopes, but when you're just getting started, I definitely recommend looking around at some cardstock um, to keep on hand. I actually remember when I got started, I bought, I'm pretty sure I bought my cardstock off of Amazon. So I will make sure to have that linked for you. But yeah, it's not like you don't need the most high quality paper out there. And it certainly probably won't be the same paper that you'll actually print client invitations on, but it is obviously a necessity when printing at home is paper. The other thing that I recommend that also goes hand in hand with the printing and the paper is a solid paper cutter. There are like really, really advanced paper cutters out there for like hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Um, But to this day, I have only ever had like a really cheap paper cutter from, I think it's like Office Max or Office Depot or 
I don't even know, one of those stores. Um, and I've had it for like four or five years now. It is time, like it is something that I need to upgrade for sure. But obviously you need to have a paper cutter at home, you know, to print any, or I'm sorry, to cut different sizes of the miscellaneous things that you will be printing. And then obviously just like down the road as your business grows, I'm constantly using my paper cutter for several different things. So just another small thing out there that you might not have thought of. I think like those four or five physical items are really like all that I recommend absolutely having at the beginning of your business. Of course, like going along the computer, there are like programs and software that you need. And I'll obviously touch on those later. But as far as tangible items go, there really isn't much that is required when starting out. I mean, you've just have to get your business started and if you are going to do wedding invitations you need to design wedding invitations and that luckily is all from a computer so a lot of it starting out can seriously just be done from your computer so with that being said moving on to programs and software oh my goodness there are so many things that I use on my computer and I'm kind of just gonna like list them out these aren't necessarily needed at the start of your business I'm just going to kind of list out the things that I use every single day for my business. I will also leave, like if I have any affiliate links or anything for discounts to any of these programs, I will leave them in the episode description as well so that you can take advantage of some discounts um, and also benefit me with some affiliate (laughs) income. So first and foremost is Adobe Creative Cloud. Essentially, Creative Cloud is like all of the Adobe product or uh, platforms. So that's like Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, Lightroom, Audition, like literally everything. When you're creating an Adobe subscription, you can just pay for the programs that you know you're going to use. Like for example, just Illustrator and Photoshop. I pay for the entire bundle just because it's, I don't think it's really that much more expensive. I know prices have changed over time, but it's just a monthly fee or maybe it's even a yearly fee. I'm not sure, but I just wanted to have everything because it seems as I grow my business, I'm realizing I need more and more. So, but obviously to get started, I would recommend Illustrator at the very least. Um, Illustrator is where I design all of my wedding invitations. I know some designers that do it in InDesign, maybe even some do it in Photoshop, I don't know, but I do Illustrator. And then once I have the invitations designed in Illustrator, I use Photoshop for mock-ups and creating digital proofs. I use um, the Stationer's Mock-Up by Plume Calligraphy. She created a very, very like realistic looking and easy to use mock-up for stationers. And yeah, I definitely recommend um, purchasing that because they look, like I said, really, really realistic. And that is what I use for all of my client digital proofs. To kind of touch briefly on like my designing process and how I design my invitations, I typically... I purchased my artwork from Creative Market, which is just an online marketplace where artists can sell their artwork. If you didn't know, I'm not, I don't consider myself to really be an artist. I don't paint or draw or yeah, any of those things. Um, So I purchase other artists artwork from Creative Market and then use those elements in Illustrator when I am designing just to throw that out there because I have gotten questions about that. For client management, I use Dubsado, which organizes all of my clients and is how I send proposals, contracts, invoices, proofs, 
questionnaires, literally everything, and it all stays in one place. Dubsado also has a client portal, so all of my invitation clients get access to this portal where it literally just houses all of their questionnaires, proofs, proposals, contracts, invoices, everything. So it's really, really nice and organized on my end, but it's also really organized on the client's end and just kind of gives them like that extra something. Again, that is Dubsado and it is an absolute blessing. <laughs> For task management, I use Trello. I just recently started using Trello and it has literally been a game changer for my business. Um, before Trello, I used like a Google Sheets document. So if you're just getting started out and you don't have a heavy workload, I would recommend creating a system for yourself before purchasing one because up until this like past six months, I didn't have any sort of task management system and I was still, you know, I was still doing okay without it. So just something to think about. But essentially with Trello, I input like all of my clients into it and I create timelines and to-do lists for each client. So then every morning when I like sit down at my desk, I go into my Trello account, look at my calendar and I just make a daily to-do list based on what is due that day and what is up and coming. Trello has really been just like uh, my saving grace <laughs> um, to keeping me organized. So those are just like the baseline platforms and programs that I use. I mean, obviously I use like stuff for Pinterest management and email marketing and shipping and all those things. I'm not going to go into all of that because that's just like, you know, I could be here for days and days. Um, so I want to move on to physical items that I use for invitation production, um, which I have received just a ton of questions about on Instagram. First and foremost, the machine that I use to cut envelope liners at home is a Bira Sunlit 9-inch die cutting machine. This is from Amazon. I have it linked in my Amazon storefront. And yeah, I absolutely love this envelope die cutter, or I guess it's not just specifically an envelope die cutter, but the die cutting machine. You can get envelopes, envelope liners printed and cut from printers. So when you get them in the mail, they're already cut to the shape you need them to be. But I just found that it was becoming really expensive to do it that way. So I looked into some different machines, ultimately found this one, and I absolutely love the way it works. I can print or I can cut anywhere between like eight to 10 envelope liners at a time with this. And it really only takes like 20 seconds per run. So I'm not spending a ton of time cutting envelope liners at all. And yeah, it has just been, it's just I just love that machine. It's really easy to use and it's enjoyable if I'm if I'm going to be honest. With the machine, you have to have obviously the die cut itself. So I got my envelope liner die cut made from Custom Shape Pros. I also have a uh, few other miscellaneous die cuts from them. They're super helpful. Definitely recommend working with them. To adhere the envelope liners to the inside of the envelope, I used a Scotch Advanced Tape Gun. Um, these are also on Amazon. They're like really intimidating looking big tape guns. They're bright pink. They also have a yellow one. I think it's a little bit different, but yeah, that's on Amazon. And then it has like tape refills that you can buy on Amazon as well. Another tool that I use all the time that I get a ton of questions on is my scoring board. So I have an EK tools scoring board and this it's a 12 inch by 12 inch board. Um, this is the board that I use to 
make any if I have to make any folds and in invitation suites or cards um, and it's also what I use to do the blind embossing around the invitation suite if you have just recently found my Instagram account through reels it was probably because of the reel that I was using this board in because it went viral and I got a million questions literally about what that board is but my specific one is EK Tools, but there are, you know, several different brands out there and they all do the same thing. So another thing that I have that I use often is my Cricut. I have a Cricut maker. Um, I low-key hate my Cricut. It like gives me anxiety and it honestly just is really freaking hard to use sometimes, but it is really helpful once you figure out how to actually use it. I use it mostly for miscellaneous die cutting projects. So if there's like a specific... I don't know, arch or a star or something that is just a unique cut, I'll most likely use my Cricut for it rather than outsourcing the cutting. For my Cricut, I also use it for creating like branded, like I had mentioned before, branded stickers for packages. Yeah, just really miscellaneous things that you, you know, don't think about till you actually need to think about them. Other random things I have, I also have a laser level that I use for calligraphy projects. So like envelope addressing, I have a laser level so that I just, you know, make sure I'm writing straight. It is a Craftsman laser level. I'm pretty sure I just got it at like Home Depot for like 10 bucks, but you can find them anywhere. <laughs> Another miscellaneous thing I have is from We Are Memory Keepers. It's a crocodile. <laughs> That's literally what it's called, um, but it's essentially like a tool that applies um, eyelets and grommets and that might mean nothing to you and I really can't explain it without like having a video but if I'm like if I'm doing an invitation suite that has like a vellum overlay not a wrap but like just a clear vellum sheet over top sometimes they're at or they're attached with grommets so yeah that's just another miscellaneous tool that I have that I will make sure I have linked in my Amazon account okay so that is really it for like the the main tools that I use when I'm doing production at home. It's really not that much. I feel like it's a lot more than that, but as I'm sitting here looking around at my office, I realize that's pretty much the main things that I use from home. Um, so now I want to jump into the DMs and the questions that I've received on Instagram. A lot of them are just repetitive, so I'm kind of just going to like read through them and skip some and whatnot. These are from the question box on Instagram that I posted yesterday. And then, I, of course, I'm going to go through the DMs. But so I have one that says everything where you purchase your supplies from. And again, I did touch upon that in this episode, pretty much explained where I buy everything. But mostly Amazon is where I get the supplies from. They do have Amazon biz or business Amazon Prime accounts or however you want to say that. Yeah, mostly it is from Amazon. There's also been things that I've like picked up on Facebook Marketplace if I see them available. Printers, I did tell you I have a Canon Pixma Pro. In-house quality printer, please. I'm ex-corporate designer just setting up bus design business. Okay, Canon Pixma Pro 100. <laughs> Equipment, which one is affordable and must buys? As far as affordable goes, that's tricky because like especially for equipment like my printer, that is not I mean, it's certainly not cheap. It's certainly also not the most expensive printer out there. I think it's like $500 or $600. And then you have to account for like the ink for the printer is like $150 for the whole bundle. I But again, I can't really speak for any other printers because this is the only printer I've ever used, but I love it. So I'd love to hear about the machine that die cuts your envelope liners and how you use it. So I did touch about this machine. I don't really think I touched upon how I use it, but 
to use it. Essentially, it comes with a cutting board and then I have the steel die cut made from Custom Shape Pros and you put your pieces of paper in between the scoring board and the die cut. Again, I said I do between 8 and 10 at a time. You just line it up. Sometimes if it's a design that needs to be centered, I have to do one or two at a time and tape it down so that doesn't move. It's really not that big of a deal. But yeah, you put them in between the scoring board and the die cut and then you stick it in the machine and you it has a hand crank. So then I just crank it through and it rolls the items through and cuts it as it goes in. And then when it comes out, they're cut. Um... Again, it's really hard to like explain that, but if you look at some of my Instagram reels, you should at least be able to see what I'm talking about a little bit. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's the best platform to use in designing invitations? Is it Photoshop or Illustrator? Um, like I mentioned, I use Illustrator, but I know everybody is a little bit different. Illustrator is just kind of what I used because it was a platform that I used at my previous job, so I was the most comfortable with it when I was getting started. Printers, papers slash envelopes, embossing slash foiling. I don't, I can't really touch on foiling because it's not a specialty of mine and it's not something I typically do or offer. But as far as embossing goes, um, if it's just very simple, like the embossing that I have done, I use my scoring board. As far as papers and envelopes, I get paper and envelopes from Cardstock Warehouse, which is a company local to me, but they also do ship um, and printers. Canon Pixma Pro 100 printer and your envelope equipment for the liners. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I touched on both of those things several times. So now let me go into the DMs. Okie dokie. Hi, Julia. I love your beautiful work all the way from UK and wondered if you could recommend a printer which is suitable for cardstock. <laughs> Canon Pixma Pro 100. Um, I can print um, like definitely 130 pounds. I haven't really tried 100. I haven't tried 220 pound or anything like that but I also have tried I've also done handmade paper and it works great with handmade paper so yeah I think it can print on pretty thick paper what printer model <laughs> so many people want the printer um saw your reel about your cutting machine and it sparked my interest was hoping you could guide where do you purchase slash find plates for this machine purchased it from Amazon plates are from custom shape pros I had them custom made okay I just want to ask where you get your dies I have a die cut machine but couldn't find any gable box steel ruled dies uh, my steel ruled dies are from custom shape pros cannot find any form in your links this that links the scoring board tool it is in the scoring board tool is linked in my Instagram bio under supplies um, which technique or machine do you use for this letter pressing with colors? For example, if you print white letters on black paper. Um, I don't know what that's asking because I don't do letter press. So, also, which machine do you use for to cut the special forms of cards? I'm guessing she's talking about the Bira Sunlit die cutting machine that I talked about. Um, which program do you, do you work? I use Adobe Illustrator. Just watched your reel on corner rounders. Thank you, thank you. Would you use the same size slash radius on a menu card as an invite slash menu? Or I'm sorry, would you use the same size slash radius on a place card as an invite? Uh, yes, I would use the same radius one and the same, yeah, I just have one and I always use it. <laughs> Those might be like all, I'm trying to look through to see if there's any questions that aren't about my printer because I've answered that a hundred times. Do you ever offer die cut vellums, vellum to your clients? 
I mean, it's not something that I have like in my shop, but it's something I can do. I, I would just run the venue, the vellum right through the machine the same way I do with the liners. Um, but yeah, those are most of the DMs that I have. So yeah, that is pretty much everything for this episode as far as equipment and programs and software goes. Like I've said, like there's a lot more that I use, but those are just like the biggest ones that are most important, I believe. Um, and so I hope that this kind of helps if you're just getting started if, and you're looking for the best software to use, the best printers to use. I hope that this helps you. If you have any specific questions about any of the programs or equipment that I had mentioned, just leave them in the question link that is in the product or <laughs> that is in the episode description. Next week is the end of unit one. So I'm doing an end of unit review and questions. It'll be a really short episode just because like there's only so much I can say about what I just did four episodes on. But I will be answering all of the questions that have been left in the question link in the episode description. So yeah, if you have any questions, leave them there so that I can answer them next week on the unit review. Unit two, I don't think I have gone over this yet, but unit two is starting a business with zero clients. So it is all about pricing and finalizing your offerings and then finding your clients and figuring out your systems and customer service. And it is just, we're like really about to dive deep into all the good business stuff. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, just let me know. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Bye. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's Creative Business Guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.